What's up, nerds? We are your hosts. I am Jake. And I'm Chad. Uh, this week we are sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. We are also sponsored by Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce. We are going to be talking about some of the highlights from Twin Cities Con. We'll also be talking about Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. So, let's get into it. This is the All Things Nerd Podcast. Welcome back, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast, your weekly dive into all things nerd. Jake, how was your week? Um, pretty boring. I don't know, not nothing really crazy until obviously the week this past weekend that we've had together, oh, uh, which we'll yeah. we'll talk about. I'm sorry that to together. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? I thought you were trying to signal something to me. Sorry, no, my tequila sh- shot went down really rough. <clears throat> um, you even used nice tequila this time, though. I did, I did, yeah. I, ju- I threw it back, and, uh, you know, my throat couldn't handle it. Tyler, your sex tape? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, the work week was pretty boring. Honestly, we didn't. I didn't do much or get out much uh, until the weekend, uh, yeah. which we'll get into in a little while. So, how <laughs> yeah. about you? Um, I mean, same sort of thing. Friday and Saturday is really where my week happened. Um, had a couple of friends. Well, they're they're supporters of the show. Steven and Shalone um, came and stayed with me over the weekend. <laughs> you see, she she knows the joke now, so it's funny. It's better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they. Uh, well, we'll we'll get into it because we'll actually talk about Black Panther. Oh, uh, Wakanda Forever, but we went and saw that Friday night. They met mm-hmm. us at the theater, and then they stayed with me uh, Friday night and Saturday night before we went to Twin Cities Con, and they joined for that, so that was fun. And then Steven and I uh, are in a and d league together, or campaign together. It's not a league, but... Uh, and we had that Saturday night, which was fun, too, after the con. That's really it, though. Oh, I did meet my mom's new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. It was nice. That's good. Yeah, we can move on. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> however, today, before we recorded, the Minnesota motherfucking Vikings. Oh, ho, 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 ho. we got to recap this a little bit because even if you a. don't like the Vikings, this was an incredible game to watch. Yeah. yeah. Holy See, shit. I like it. We're we're both Minnesota boys, so we're both uh woo. <laughs> for better or for worse Invest- Vikings fans. <laughs> we're invested. <laughs> um but holy shit this game. Uh we were down by like three scores like yeah, going into to ten going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, and somehow we made a comeback. And I, when uh, literally we we made this amazing comeback, and when all hope is lost, I mean, Chad shut his TV off and didn't get to see it. But <laughs> and when FaceTimed all... you, and then you're yeah. like, "I gotta go, yeah. fucking balls loose," and then hung <laughs> up on me. The 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 Bills hiked the ball in their like on their own in like the end, end zone. zone. Yeah, the they, line of scrimmage was and the half fucking yard line. Bumbled it, and the Minnesota Vikings recovered it. In their end zone, 
for a touchdown, touchdown. giving us a three-point lead. No, that was to tie the game. No, 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 no. That was with a three-point lead. Then they kicked a field goal to tie the game. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. With with just like a minute and something left on the clock, we're like, oh, God, shut them down defense. Then they carry the ball all the way down to the other side, kick a field goal, tie the game. With two seconds seconds left on the clock. Go on to overtime, and we're like, holy fucking shit. Minnesota takes the ball all the way down to the end zone, and you think, we got this. We don't fucking got this because they fail all four tries. Uh, They don't get a touchdown. The refs failed on two different uh, holding or pass interference. Both uh, on Justin Jefferson. In the end zone. In the end zone, yeah. But then they they call it on the Bills during overtime. Or they called it on the Vikings for pass interference on the Bills in overtime. That's fucking bullshit. Fucking bullshit. That's what you get when you play in someone else's house, though. The You know, it's biased. It's not supposed to be, but it is. Yeah, Um, it is. Despite their best efforts. And it's the East Coast, so they're all on Belichick's dime anyways. So they want to, like, support, you know, their whatever. We settled for a field goal, giving us... Three points, thirty-three to thirty. Three points, uh, and they get the ball back. Um, and when they're supposed to turn it into points, and it's looking like they're going to turn it into points, they were running over the Vikings. I we hate to say it, only stopped but they them were. a couple of times. Yeah. Fucking, uh, is it Josh Allen? Josh Allen, the yeah. quarterback, yeah. yeah, ran for like thirty yards in back-to-back plays. Back to back. I was like, this dude is single handedly. I texted you. I was like, this man is single handedly running us over. Uh, But then, dumb fuck threw an interception to the Minnesota Vikings in the end zone. For the second time. That's what turned the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He threw an interception in the end zone to Peterson. To the same person. And then in (laughs) overtime, threw an interception in the end zone to Peterson. In the end zone, and then we won. Great success. <laughs> the Vikings are eight and one, baby. Eight and one. No other team in the league is eight and one right now. You can say what you fucking want about the Vikings, but we're eight and one. See, I don't want to. How are the Packers I... doing? <laughs> <laughs> How's the rest of the league doing? <laughs> uh, what I what I really enjoyed about this game was going into it. Uh, even the commentators were saying, uh, hey, you know what? Like, fans are saying the Vikings aren't shit. The only reason they have, and this is just, we're used to this. This is people talk shit about yeah. the Vikings every year. Because we're notoriously uh, mediocre, but yeah. not mediocre enough to, like, go through the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, the commentators are saying, hey, you know what? They're, you know, fans are saying these guys are. They're good, but they're not that good. They got They've been playing easy teams all year, blah blah blah, and they're like, "This is going to be the first hard game that they actually have to play." And if they come into both teams were seven bu- and one, if they into come into Buffalo's house and beat Buffalo, they're an actual contender for the Super Bowl. I'm not saying we are. I am a Vikings fan. I know better. I'm just saying it was funny for them to say that. <laughs> And then watch the Vikings yeah. fucking go into that house and win. We didn't stomp them. I was gonna say stomp the shit out of them, but that's not what happened. No, it was it was it was great football from start to finish. Yeah. Well, not had from start not, to finish. The second half it, was start to finish. Great had football. it not been a Vikings game, I would have been like, this is a really good game. But as a Vikings fan, I was pacing, I was sweating, I was swearing. 
It was rough. Yeah. I was drinking. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was stressful. Yeah. But so we won. Eight and one, baby. Do I think that the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl? No, I'm realistic. But do I think that this is the first, well, first chance in a long time and the second chance in my lifetime that we could see them go to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, especially after I, today. I think uh, this would we be We have the, the best record in the league. Since We're Brett the only 8-1 team. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Brett we Favre, were... that was the, the Minneapolis miracle, right? Was with Brett Favre or was that? No, we didn't have digs. That was with Brett Favre. Bridgewater? That no. might have been with Bridgewater. It what was after Bridgewater? Or... What wasn't Bridgewater. Oh, what was his name? Now he's made us look dumb. Great. No, it's been so... I don't even remember our last coach's name. That... <laughs> whatever. Anyways, whatever uh, of another. this is... But... We were supposed... Going into this game, we were the top in our division against the Bills, who were the top in their division. 7-1 and one us, 6-2 and two Bills... And I we they won. were seven one also. No, six and two. Oh well, then I feel dumb because I said if that they, earlier. Had they had they beat us, we would have been tied with them. Seven and oh okay. Seven, yeah. Um. But yeah, we are holding it down, Minnesota. Woohoo! So good on them. Yeah. <laughs> we we That's helped a... by supporting them. We, we did, did a lot of work. I did this a lot during the game, and uh, it never fails. So. so five-way cross that's blasphemy if for a lot of people i mean those people are wrong but uh (laughs) outside of football before we get into our first sponsor and talk about what an amazing weekend that we had just as fans let alone outside of the podcast um we still have our online gallery and web store up for our collaboration last month with battle the sketches so it's a great way to support incredible artists by one-of-a-kind uh, artwork, some one-of-a-kind prints. Cause some of them are digital artists, so but we're, we'll only make one print, so it's limit of one of this piece. Mm-hmm. Half the money goes to the artist. The other half goes to supporting local comic shops in the Twin Cities. So check it out. Please. Oh well, I'm I'm gonna make a couple purchases. I have like there's uh, that there's like, a few that I want. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting on my. Uh, well, I want to like all month. of them, but <laughs> yeah, I I'm not rich, so I'll I'll buy. A... Guess we're rich. Guess we're rich. Guess we're rich. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you know, you know. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, well, I already started it. So with that being said, uh, let's get into sponsor number one. Which is still Ray's energy drinks for the time being, and we'll explain later. Fantastic energy drink. Uh, It does have zero calories, zero sugar, and zero crash. Pumped full of vitamins. Excellent, excellent flavor choices. And if energy drinks aren't your thing, they have so much more to offer. So listen up. What? Oh, I said they have, like, cake and stuff. Oh, yeah, like cake in a cup. Pancake mix. That's not what you said. Um, (laughs) Listen up, learn how to say 15%. We'll be right back with you. What's up, nerds? I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Ray's Energy. 
an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's Energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high-quality formula to bring a powerful yet sustained energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time and powered by their refresh formula technology, Ray's Energy delivers a performance-enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, every can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you. All right, nerds, uh, as some of you may know that follow us on social media, we went to Twin Cities Con, which is Minneapolis's version of Comic-Con, and it was so much fun. Uh, way, be- I mean, it was a way better turnout than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, very pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> it, was, it was a little... It was a little crowded, actually. Yeah, the the aisles between all the the booths and stuff like that were much more narrow because it wasn't quite large enough to take up two of the halls at the convention center, but it was probably a little bit too big to just be in the one. Uh, we, <laughs> I I I did I ditched the idea to make that joke. <laughs> I was going to. But... You laughed. I had uh, to. But. One of the coolest things from this is that Chad and I and my girlfriend, uh, we also got to meet. Um, for, uh, hold on, that's a jerk thing. To, we got to meet Elijah Wood and Sean Astin, who play both Frodo and uh, Samwise Gamgee in the Lord of the Rings. Uh, there was a very, very brief meeting, but we met them. Yeah. We have pictures to prove it. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine aren't hung up yet. I didn't have time today. Uh, they'll be up next week. But yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I got super nervous. It was crazy. Because, yeah. I mean, you and your girlfriend got a picture of just the two of you. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then I was in line behind you. And then we did one, obviously, so that we have both of us for the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple people looked at you weird when like Nicole walked away. And, and I was you, like, I'm it, staying. And you just like stood there. And they're yeah. like, what? And I was like, no, no, he's with me. Security. Security. <laughs> this guy won't leave. <laughs> he wants to be in every single one of them. Uh, Although it was cool when Nicole and I went up, I was like, hey, how are you guys doing? And they like gave us a response. And then when you came up, we kind of just took our picture and yeah. fucked off. I, I like quickly was like, hi. And they like looked at me and then like. Went back to their conversation, paused for yeah. a second, took the picture. I get it. They, yeah, yeah. They don't have time to interact, so they just don't. Otherwise, yeah. it slows things down. That's so where like I the signings it. they can do yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, I am genuinely bummed out that I did not dress up as Wilfred 
to meet Elijah Wood. I should have. <laughs> would and have been I hilarious. Mad that I didn't. Yeah. I bet I would have got more of a inter- interaction if I did yeah. that. If we ever get the chance again, you're going to be Wilfred. Yep. I'm going to wear a flannel, bund all the way up because that's what he that's does. How he, yeah. And carry around a Gatorade bottle with a straw sticking out of it yeah. to mimic the, the bong. But yeah, fuck, it was, it was so cool. There, yeah. a lot of cool costumes. Uh, and there was a ton of there was a, there were a ton of other people there too that weren't um, that were also famous. But you know, those were the ones that we were like, we have to see these yeah. two. <laughs> there is a, a lot of like voice actors. Um, for those of you that don't know, Minneapolis uh, is a big like supporter of like the WWE, like the mm-hmm. wrestling scene. So there's a lot oh, of like wrestlers there. Cactus uh, Jack was there, right? Uh, I don't know about him, but like Mick Foley was or Mickey Foley That's was. That's him. That's him. Oh, okay. He used to be Cactus Jack, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then he was like the the thing, I think, at some point or something like that. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, there I was... I don't like wrestling, but yeah. Yeah, there was a, there was a, a lot of people there, uh, which was really cool because i mean we we went into it being like this is gonna be very small compared to new york mm-hmm. and granted it was it was new york comic-con i mean it takes up three floors of the javits center and this was maybe like a quarter of the size of one of the and, floors and like two separate buildings yeah remember and there was then all, all the panels like... are in a separate building <laughs> yeah. uh yeah this was in one place i mean the, pa- the panels were upstairs so i mean that's why I didn't include that in the the comparison, but yeah, it was dramatically smaller, but it was, but it was still dope. really fucking cool. Yeah. Brandon Fraser was supposed to be there, Brandon. He was off getting an award for being awesome. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, I won an award. I'm not doing this small time shit." <laughs> <laughs> Realistically, knowing everything that we know about Brandon Fraser and his online presence and just who he is, he's probably like, "Oh man, I can't do both. I should probably yeah. be there to accept the award." But man, yeah. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we th- still love that you, Brandon really Fraser. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, we got to meet. We it, uh, there was the when we met David Harbor. Um, there, uh, it was the same thing. There was a piece of plexiglass separating us from the um, actor, and that was the same thing this time. So yeah. Um, is what it is. I get it. You know, safety first, but Yeah. Yeah. I wore a condom. I don't know why they needed that. <laughs> well, you didn't show them, so they didn't know. <laughs> oh, I showed them. Security? That's why they were so worried that you stayed after your that's first picture. That's why I had to switch from standing next to the glass to away from the glass <laughs> for the second picture. Yeah. Uh, so uncool, man. <laughs> Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. Some cool costumes. Um, we bought a bunch of shit. I spent yeah. way more money than I should have. Got an awesome signed print um, as well as Jake and I split them. He just hasn't gotten a chance to put his up yet, mainly because it's still in my office in a box. Uh, we bought some Wolverine claws, which are dope. I did not get to. I have to like redo this whole situation back here, and it's gonna take me 
more time than I had today to do it. Um, but yeah, I damn bought... Vikings going into overtime. We we left we uh we left way after you guys did. We almost closed the place down, and huh. I bought so much shit. And I got literally everything I bought. I was like, "Will you sign it?" And they're like, "Uh, sure." I'm like, "Whatever." I'm like, I think yeah. I think there a lot of artists were like kind of surprised that I asked them to sign stuff. Um, yeah. but like, if I'm gonna hang it up, like I want it signed to like authenticate that shit, man. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, I also got a potential new Kickstarter, which I gotta read, but uh. You know, you guys yeah. might be hearing about that in the near future. Awesome collaboration um, with a, a cool guy, cool artist. Yeah. And then I also found a local artist who he and his brother uh, also made a comic book. And I got to read that, too, before I talk about it on here because I want to make sure, you know, yeah. everything. That, that it vibes. Yeah. But um, if all but is yeah, well, so... maybe we'll have them on, you know, as a, as a cool interview. Yeah. Oh. We exchanged information. All everybody that I networked to exchanged information. So yeah. hopefully we can get those people on the show. Um, I just don't want to throw their comics out there quite yet until I read them and talk to them. But yeah, yeah. I hopefully look forward to some cool shit. And we also might have a new sponsor coming on board, uh, which is really cool. Um, <clears throat> gotta hash out the details with them a little bit more but the product itself is awesome it's uh it's for gamers more than anything um it's called magcon basically it's uh instead of just having bumpers on your game control uh they're magnetized and then you have just like a silicone thing that goes over the your thumbs so then it's very little motion that is is needed to to move joysticks to hit the the d-pad and stuff like that really which awesome is, product by itself yeah. they have the patent for it which is pretty cool as well but also jake tell them a little bit about like where they came from well so i was talking to the guy a little bit about it uh and one of the cool things that i uh, what i took from it that was super cool to me was that uh they originally made this for uh veterans uh and people who don't have the motion in their hands because of trauma and stuff like that to actually be able to like move a joystick around the, at the ability that like a 20 year old kid playing like a shooting game or whatever would be able to. Uh, so these give you uh, what like a little more motion with less movement of your fingers. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. And it um, takes a strain off the tendons because, one, in your it, hands. it yeah. lifts your thumbs away a mm -hmm. little bit, so it's not as much pressure on the tendon to just push down on the joystick. Um, and then, again, the little mo little motion in your thumbs for full range of movement on controls, which is cool. Yeah. And the guy that I was talking to said that they're going on Shark Tank with this idea. So no kidding. If we could lock them down for a fucking... Yeah. Um, sponsor that would be uh maze of balls yeah so we again exchanged information um i i picked up a a kit myself just to to use because i i game very regularly um and then we're gonna you know figure it out and see what we can do to to work together which will be awesome uh so hopefully we'll be seeing more of them on the podcast soon yeah that'd be dope uh what 
I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, we I did, we didn't write this down, but who was your favorite like cosplay that you saw? Sandman. I saw Sandman. It was really yeah, good. That was really good. You didn't see it. You weren't up there. I was literally sitting next to you. You died. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, 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 no. We Oh, no, it was Nicole missed it. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I I thought it was you that wasn't Cuz he had like Nicole. the bag of sand, he had the ruby. He yep, made the was... mask out of uh like L3 foam. Yep, my bad. My bad. I sometimes I confuse the two loves of my life. Uh <laughs> No, I uh it's it was a compliment it was to me. You Nicole is much better to look at. <laughs> It, the Sandman cosplay was by far my favorite. Uh, how about you? So there was literally a squad of Spartans from Halo walking around. Uh, it was awesome. There's like five or six of them. Full Spartan ar- armor, but the, each one was a little bit customized. Each had different like masks. That was super awesome. And then also, uh, as, we were, as we were walking out, Steven and I saw... A really good Geralt of Riviere, uh, but from the game like uh, Witcher Three, like older, yeah, older one, older. I saw it with like I the eye scars, you know, like mm-hmm. the the more uh, heavy duty armor and stuff like that. Yeah. So between those, what about the super like creepy? Not creepy in like a he, good way, but like creepy in like a annoying way. Joker. Yeah the the guy that was just method acting his way through Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. We watched him put his earbuds in, press play on his phone, wait until it got to that moment in the song, and then walk down the stairs, like... Doing the whole dance. Which was cool. I mean, good for you, bud. Was, it, like, it was we were, cool, we were, but we were, like, trying to leave also, and we're like... Yeah, this is going to take we'll, a minute. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, picked up my bag, and I, like, looked over, and I was like, well, just hold on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't interact also, with him, but it was a very yeah. good cosplay. It just, it looked accurate. I, dis- I disagree. His costume itself, his makeup was, his makeup was like not a little off. Oh. Yeah, but I don't care. Whatever. It was very good. I'm not shaming anybody. It was, it was fantastic. Yeah. He was, um, the only thing I think that bothered me about it, about him, was he was just very look at me, because he was very loud. When he came up the stairs, he was like screaming and like singing and like, and it's like we get it. Dude. And he was like, he did approach a few people like while they were taking pictures, like photobomb and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, if you're gonna cosplay at a con, and you want to be in people's pictures, like let them approach you. Because some people, on, pe- on some... the other hand, he is he was the Joker and like yeah, he, it was very like chaotic neutral of him to yeah. do those things because he wasn't like bothering people, but he was everywhere and i avoided eye, eye contact with him because i was like eh, i don't want him to come over here <laughs> uh-huh tell us about sponsor number two <laughs> i just <laughs> i f- i don't want to like talk bad about could, this person because it cut. it was you could probably cut any of that out that you want because i i'm not talking shit either yeah it was it was a, good, was a cosplay. good cosplay it just but his vibe did not match our vibes let's put it that way some pe- some people were really into it, and it was a good cosplay. Mm. Just his energy did not match what I was Ew. wanting to be around. Yeah. That being said. Oh. 
What were you going to say? I was going to say, and sponsor number two? <laughs> Point at you. Uh, we're going to go into sponsor number two. Sponsor number two is Cry Baby Craig's Hot Sauce. It's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes on practically anything. Listen up and we'll tell you more about it. Hey, you nerds. Do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those, our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods, adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. All right, friends. Uh, so like we mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, we did go and see Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And before we get into it, big ol' spoiler alert. You have your chance. You can leave. You can save this and come back. Uh, but now we're going to talk about it. Right off the bat, these fucking opening scenes i cried i did i mean i wasn't like weeping but well you were in the i missed it looking <laughs> it's partially I... my fault no no i left my jacket remember i left yeah my but it was like during the, the previews and i was like oh it's still the previews you have time so you like oh, we're yeah. like okay and you like got up I mean, and left and like i had to regardless of had you said that or not my my keys were in there like i had to go get my jacket like I, yeah, so yeah. regardless of where we were, timeline for the movie, <laughs> I was like, shit, I need, I forgot my jacket at the bar. And I ran to go get it. And by the time I came back, everyone was crying. And I was like, it's just a jacket. What the hell? <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I really appreciated was, well, first off, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Like, this would not be a thing without you. Mm. Um. And his presence is heavy in this movie. It's, yeah, it's felt. Yeah. Throughout. Um, did you mean for that to rhyme? No. <laughs> well, it did. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like in real life, how he didn't share his struggles through cancer and continued to work through it and produce incredible work as an actor... Um, they let that kind of play through in the movie too, that he was sick with, they didn't say that it was cancer in the movie, but that he was sick with the disease and he didn't share it with anyone, didn't ask for help until literally he was on his deathbed, uh, in the movie at least. Mm -hmm. And it, it played out. I mean, that weighs over Shuri for like the entire film. Um, but I think that they really honored Chadwick Boseman. Um, Fuck yeah, yeah. Throughout this film, it was incredible. And we didn't really talk about that, or we talked about it. We didn't put it down here, but I, I do want to mention that, and I, I'm gonna do it uh, after talking to you about it. But there is the symbol that's on his coffin, which is the Black Panther mask. I think his necklace and then like the claws like going like that. I'll make it I might get that tattoo. 
Yeah. I think I thought and what's that, cool I, is I, that it's just those three things. There's nothing connecting them. Yeah, there's no shoulders, there's no body to it, it's just the mask, necklace, hands. And I remember like leaning over to Nicole and I was like, That'd be a dope tattoo. And like after talking to you yeah. I was like, Alright, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> it it would be a really dope tattoo. <laughs> um We get introduced to Namor very early on in this film mm-hmm. and holy shit right off the bat uh well i guess right away we don't get introduced to more but we see like his people from uh talo khan um which is it's not atlantis but it's kind of the same concept of you know it's an underwater kingdom that he rules over they it just... was like a they look like a cross between like a Avatar and like a People. Pirates of the Caribbean two villain. Oh yeah, they're blue, but they look like shark people or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they in in the film they just look like people. They're just have a blue but skin was, they, yeah they wear like big headdresses and stuff though and you know what oh I mean? yeah like, yeah because it's very much mean it. it's very much taken from like the mayan culture from you know oh Mexico. well now i sound like a dick i didn't mean it like that no i i yeah. know but yeah. like that's they're modeled off of like that mythology instead mm-hmm. of just the underwater city of atlantis yeah. um i didn't mean to make that sound snarky either but uh <laughs> It was really cool because they they took they obviously put a lot of work into understanding that culture and mm. implementing it and being very respectful of it. Um, but throughout the the first act of the film, we find out that you know the the governments of the world are very eager to get their hands on vibranium, really by any mm. means necessary, and they're almost shaming Wakanda for not sharing it and they're like you know that these can make weapons of mass destruction and queen ramonda uh or t'challa's mother angela bassett's character is like yeah we know but we're not us not sharing vibranium has nothing to do with our ambitions it's our fear of yours um as she says which is which is sorry to interject but which is uh reminiscent to the first movie that's what that's literally what killmonger was saying like hey like i grew up like your dad left killed my dad and then left me in poverty when you guys are the richest you have the power to do this and that and blah 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 and you guys don't that's why killmonger was such a good villain and i have said this over and over and over again the best villains are people who think they're the good guys yeah uh and and I have a hard time disagreeing with Killmonger. I honestly do. I we rewatched Nicole and I rewatched uh, the first Black Panther, but the night before we went and saw uh, Black Panther two, and I was like, God, he's got a fucking point, man. Like he you does. guys have you guys have the technology and the resources to like, and then like, and this is what kind of pisses me off about the first Black Panther movie is that they're like, no, we're not going to share like blah blah blah. And Killmonger's like, well, fuck it, I'll take over and then I'll share. And then they're like, all right, now that we killed you, we're going to share. And it was like, well, well, why? 
I mean, the <laughs> how that all came to be, I mean, not to derail from Black Panther 2, is, I mean, yeah. T'Challa didn't necessarily disagree with him. Yeah. He just wanted to do a do it in a way that was responsible and not yeah. radical. Well, yeah, and, and Killmonger does say, like, we're going to overthrow the governments of the world yeah. with this technology. But had they been more willing to share their technology with the world to begin with, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's where that, 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 that's kind of where, like, what you were saying about Black Panther 2, like, kind of. Yeah, and that's still very much a thing. And with, so the first scenes take place with uh, T'Challa dying uh, off screen, which I thought was very respectful. And then like it's funeral processional. And then it's a year passes. Mm. Um, and so now the, the world governments are like, the, the king is gone. The Black Panther has gone. Like they're still not willing to share. Like let's get it. Give it. Yeah. Uh, to the point where we see an awesome scene with uh, some French special forces trying to commandeer a Wakandan ship to get vibranium, but the Dormelage are there. You know they they beat them to shit, but they don't. There's no casualties. They take them prisoner and bring them to the UN uh, hearing yeah. to throw it in the like the french ambassador's face basically who's like well why aren't you doing this like we don't have any malcontent about this we just want to share in the technology share in you know the benefits of this incredible element that you are sitting on and not sharing and then they like throw the prisoners in and they're like yeah yeah you you don't have malcontent you want to share yeah, yeah. like Eat and a, the, eat and a that chick is just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, fuck. Check and mate. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like 37 silent letters when she says check and mate. <laughs> Sorry, nothing against French people. Your language is confusing. <laughs> but... Oh yeah. What? Sorry, no. It was just very oh. far. My. Uh... If for anybody who watches us on YouTube, my eyes are shit. So I have to like actually like get close to my screen to like see what we wrote down and stuff like that. Uh, so I was like, where are we? Oh my God. And I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> and came back to the, that's why you were like, what? But yeah. Uh, Lake Bell is in this, which is cool. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan. I like her. Yeah, and she voiced uh, like, did she Wanda. do? Wasn't it Wanda? Uh, I think she did Nebula and uh, Black Widow in the What If. I oh, think it was she did Black both. Widow. You're right. No, it was Black Widow, yeah, yeah. In, what, in the What If series. Yeah. Didn't she also do Nebula in that one? Or was that actually uh, Karen Gillan? I would have to look at it. I don't know. But she also voices like Poison Ivy in the Harley Quinn series. I mean, she's mm -hmm. everywhere. I always see her on screen, and I'm like, I know her. And then I hear her voice. I'm like, I know her. And then I see, literally, this happened at the film. And then, it, like, her name came up on the credits. I was like, when the fuck was Lake Bell in this? Because <laughs> I know her as a voice actor more than anything. Yeah. And you're like, she was on the ship, like, at the beginning of the movie. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, 
<laughs> I recognize the face and I recognize the name and the voice, but I can't mash them together for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah, she's great. I love Lake Bell. Um, she is. Well, I won't get into. There's a show called um, Bless This Mess. Hilarious. Got canceled, unfortunately, but. Oh, great with show. Dak Shepard, right? Yeah. Fantastic. Anyways, um, fuck yeah, yeah, she's in there. She died. She yeah, dead. they're they're on like an. Uh, they have a new piece of equipment that can actually detect vibranium now. Mm. Um, they're searching the the sea bottom or the ocean floor, the sea bottom. Call it a stud finder. Found one. Oh. <laughs> Didn't let you finish that dad joke. Uh, <laughs> Um, but that brings the, the Talukans, uh, there, they fucking clean house. They also first look we get at them, which is dope. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That is the first look that we get at them. Um, and they have this like sea song. They're basically like sirens. Uh, I'm blue. Dabadi. I'm blue. Dabadi. (laughs) They're blue. That's we did funny. not finish the, the full fucking lyric, but that's fine. <laughs> the 90s kid in me is like, oh. <laughs> uh, it's like saying, never going to give you up. Never going to. Never going <laughs> to. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> but they, they have like a siren song, basically, where, you know, as they're coming out of the water, they're like chanting. It, and it causes people just to like drown themselves mm. it's like you could just grab a bunch of millennials and give them free toasters but uh <laughs> sorry that's a really fucked up joke uh, <laughs> keep it though oh i'm going to uh <laughs> yeah no it kind of reminded me of uh the scene i don't you don't watch horror movies but the happening uh m night Shyamalan movie and is basically like i'm getting way off base here but there is like a scene where basically the plants are killing people the way oh, that like, yeah, plants would. Oh, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. And like people just start walking off of like a bunch of construction workers just start walking off their scaffolding like yeah. in New York and just like killing themselves. Yeah. It's very much like that. Like they're on a like a freight liner in the middle of the ocean and these people just start the, after they hear the song, like a siren song, just start huh. walking into the ocean and like dying. Yeah. Either yeah. for the, the Talakans to kill them or just to drown. Yeah. yeah it was kind of creepy. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. I, yeah, it, the movie's fucking This solid. movie is fantastic. Um, but it turns out that that device that they're using to like scour the ocean floor, they stole that technology from Riri Williams who we finally are introduced to. Yeah. And fucking A, I I missed the first like couple minutes of the screen time with Riri Williams cuz I had to go to the bathroom. Uh but bef- from the time that I walked back into the theater, saw her on screen, watched what was happening and walked like 20 feet to my fucking seat, I was like, they fucking nailed this character. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah she's perfectly awesome. done. I w- I can't I mean I can't wait to see more with the Ironheart series because I want to 
get into more of like the backstory there because yeah. I have read, I cannot confirm that she does have a tie to Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, we don't know what that is. We could speculate. We could make up theories. Uh, we won't hear, but. And they uh, even, I mean, they kind of tease it in the film. Like Shuri like sees that she's, you know, building a suit and she's like, are you recreating Stark tech? And in the comics, mm-hmm. she literally reverse engineers an Iron Man suit yeah. to create the Ironheart suit. Yeah. But I they don't answer would... it. They're like, are you recreating Stark tech? And then like the subject has changed like immediately. It's just left open-ended. I would also very much like to see, I know it's the first draft of the Ironheart suit, but I'd very much like to see a better suit. Yeah, well, we technically get two suits. One's like half completed. It's kind of like the well, the first one was yeah. It's like that the, one was wild. it's reminiscent of the Mach One suit where it's well, and even the first flight with her was reminiscent of Iron Man One. Yeah, where he, you know sometimes Jarvis you gotta fly before you can walk or run before you can walk, and Jarvis is like I don't think that you know, and he's like <laughs> and he's like woohoo, and she does the same thing. She like takes off. And mm-hmm. as she's like flying through the air, because it's her first flight in this suit, she's like, woohoo! You know, and, it was dope. Yeah, and uh, along those lines, like she, the her first suit doesn't have an actual mask. She just has like, mm-hmm. uh, like AR goggles. Very exposed. Yeah. Yeah, but she's flying after a, a drone, because the mm-hmm. feds are there to like basically collect her because now they know that. Everyone's after her. Yeah, everyone's the, after her. The, the government, the Wakandans. Wakanda, yeah. Wakanda's after her to keep her safe. But, yeah. Yeah, literally everyone is after her. And she's just like, what? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, she nailed it. You're right. It yeah. was, I, Incredible. I was nervous about it because I really want the next Iron Man to be like dope. And I was like, ah, if this is underwhelming. I'm going to be so pissed. And uh, it wasn't. She did a good job. Good job. It was incredible. Okoye throughout the entire movie is... She's my hero. Fucking love Okoye. Mm. Uh, Hilarious from start to Mm. finish. Not like in a Thor Love and Thunder kind of like trying too hard to be funny. Oh, yeah. Just like... Not catching all the sarcasm, but also being very witty. Like, just gold from start to finish. Even when Riri is like, tells her that her head looks ashy because it's, you know, she's, it's shaved bald. And she like turns to Shuri. She's like, I thought you said this looked okay. <laughs> like, it was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And she's a major badass from start to finish. Yeah, if anyone doesn't know who that is, that she plays Michonne in The Walking Dead. Um, yeah, I never realized that. I never realized really? that they're the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so she's always been a badass for a long time before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, goddamn, yeah, she's super good. Um, some shit goes down. She loses. Um. Yeah, basically from the the mission of trying to rescue Riri, the the feds show up. They escape the feds, and then Talukan well, is she, waiting for them. She, Shiri, like Shuri, 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 
Shorty? Bull. Bull. Begs. Bull. <laughs> she like begs her story. she begs her mom to let her go on this mission and um the fuck was her name? Okoye? Yeah, Okoye, yeah, sorry. She's like, Oh, she'll be fine. She's gonna be with me. Let her go on this mission. She needs this. And then she fucking loses her and shit yeah, hits the the fan. Talokan uh and it looks like that uh that Shuri, Okoye, and Riri have a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh because Okoye, again, badass, is like cutting down the the Talokans. Mm-hmm. But then they get back up. It's like Resurrection. Almost like they're a, like a walking dead. Uh <laughs> Or like, I only made that joke because I just learned that it was the same person. <laughs> it was like it was like they were honestly like Pirates of the Caribbean too. They were like undead like fish people. Like, yeah, they yeah, come back it... to life. Namor basically like, blows in this horn. Not mine, but he blows in a you horn, wish, though. and they come, they, they come back to life, and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go watch YouTube. Same color. This is way funnier. This is way funnier on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Anyways. so they take Riri, because that's the one who created the device that could find uh, the Vibranian, which was found in, like, Talokan territory under the sea. Mm. Um, but they also take Shuri, because, you know, she's the princess of Wakanda. And Okoye has to go back to Wakanda and be like, I failed. And this is when Ramonda stops being awesome and goes downhill from here. Basically from here, in my opinion, every decision that Ramonda makes from here on out makes everything worse. Yeah, agreed. But she strips Okoye of her titles. She's no longer a, a general of the the dollar melage like nothing like she's a civilian at this mm-hmm. point in time but what pissed me off was when ramona was like you stood by my brother and kept mm-hmm. him safe when everyone disappeared because of thanos you helped keep peace and order you supported uh, and protected my husband the king my daughter's gone. Fuck you, bye. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you just gave like 10 examples as to why she's like the most qualified to be in this position. Yeah. But you're just like being petty because like you disagree about the outcome, even though yeah. she's willing to sacrifice her life to go get your daughter back. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, nah, it's fine. You're fired. <laughs> okay, bye. No severance package. Nothing. Nope. Leave your spear. <laughs> Chef, hang up your coat. <laughs> you have been chopped. You are not. You are not. You do not have what it takes to be kitchen master or whatever the fuck that shit is. Avita Zane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we the, one of the coolest things about this movie is we do get confirmation that Namor is a mutant, which is dope as fuck. We've been getting some hints. Uh, huh. through Miss Marvel, we, we get the very subtle, but slowed yeah. down, and whatever. 
And then, uh, what, did I sound like, I feel like I sound like Owen Wilson when I said that. Like, slow down. Wow. No? <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then, uh, obviously, in Multiverse of Madness, we get Patrick Stewart as, sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart as uh, Damn right, Charles Xavier again. And full on. Yeah, which yeah. is dope. Uh, so, and now, no more literally says in this movie, I was a mutant. Uh, and Namor yeah. is a mutant in the comics, so yeah. that was huge and for he, Marvel. Like, he going is forward. like several hundred years old. I mean, he was born in like the yeah. 1500s, yeah. Um, which is also makes sense because they were like a a seaside village of the the Mayan people, mm. and they found instead of a the heart shaped purple herb, it's like a water infused. Uh, vibranium herb from the sea that they under the sea and that's why so... all of <laughs> that's why like the the Talokan people are stronger they're faster like the the original Talokan people which is basically like his king's guard at this point in time all took the herb and now all their ancestors are obviously stronger faster can live underwater because like that's been passed down through genetics but we missed a huge thing what did we miss um so when uh it it go it ties back to the first movie with killmonger burning the herb uh the herb that gives the black panther the power of the black panther um he burned it all um and in this movie in the beginning scene, you see, uh, which I missed, but I heard about, uh, Shuri is trying to save her brother who gets sick. But if they had that herb, she would have been able to save him. Uh, as we know, in the first movie, it heals them from sicknesses and blah, 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 blah. Uh, but because he burned all the herb, uh, Shuri is trying to recreate the herb in this movie. But it's after her brother's unfortunate untimely death um and so there is a scene in this movie where she goes to the astral plane oh shit we didn't miss it it was just later in the conversation (laughs) anyways going forward with it now uh (laughs) she goes to the ancestral plane where i i had kind of hoped that we would have saw either like chadwick boseman in like you wouldn't see in his face, but like maybe like the back of him and like he turns around and then she wakes up without seeing it. Or, I don't know. Or in the first movie, when Chadwick Boseman's character goes to the ancestral plane, uh, there's a bunch of black Panthers in a tree and his dad kind of climbs out of the tree as a black Panther. I thought it would have been cool if they did like a black Panther to kind of like guide her, but that's not what they did or they do hmm. Chad. So this is after she successfully recreates a synthetic uh, heart-shaped herb by using uh, one of the Talokan vibranium-infused mm-hmm. sea kelp, basically. Um, and so we did kind of skip a little bit. Uh, Talokan like, attacks Wakanda. It's very cinematic. It's very intense. But Angela Bassett does die. Uh, Queen mm-hmm. Ramona dies. Uh, so I was right. Saving, it, saving Riri. Yeah, saving Riri. Cool. Uh, 
this wasn't a stretch. We knew it was going to happen. So if you still disagreed uh, going into the movie, like, sorry, you're kind of an idiot. Um, <laughs> it like it had to happen, you know, mm-hmm. like the well, the trailer damn near fucking tells you that it's going to happen. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah. Anyways, so now <laughs> Shuri's on like a war path. She didn't want to yeah. be the Black Panther. She was trying to come up with tech to like uh, armor the Dormelage so that there didn't need to be a Black Panther. She wanted that's that what... to die with her brother in honor. And that's what was so like cool about this movie is that she didn't want to be Black Panther. She got pushed into it. Yeah. She was forced into it. She was like, like you said, she was trying to not yeah. be Black Panther and that at the end of it she was like and she got pushed into it through like vengeance really mm-hmm. like she is the knight Russ in which... peace kevin conroy <laughs> which is the oh shit do we talk about we haven't talked no about we that. we posted online so yeah. well that's but the, fine for that, now. that was the one of the talk where i was just talking about where the ancestral plane is Killmonger. It's not her brother. Yeah. Uh, or it's her not mother. Her mom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's neither one of those people, which you think it's gonna be. It's Killmonger from which is Michael B. Jordan reprising his role from the first movie, which was dope. I love yeah. Michael B. Jordan. So, fuck yeah. yeah. But <laughs> it was cool that that was. Yeah. What was there? But he's just like he's like nah, bro. He's like you're like me. You want vengeance for shit. And she's like, I'm nothing like you. And he's like, yeah, you are. And it's fucking tight, dude. It's so good. good. (laughs) I haven't said tight since I was in like 10th grade, but (laughs) it was fucking tight. It's toy. It's toy. Cool, 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 cool. Um, And then, uh, so they do actually evacuate Wakanda. They go up to the the mountains with Mbaku. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the, the civilian zoo. They take a Wakandan ship uh, basically to draw out Talukan because they attacked and then uh, Namor is like, I'll give you a week. Bury your dead. Honor your dead. Give us... Well, he says the scientist. He doesn't know her name is Riri, but... Give us her, or <laughs> we're all fucking coming for you. This is just like a taste. And then he fucks up. Dude, him flying from the wings on his ankles was so badass. He's so, such a good fucking character and such a good representation of Namor with a, a changed background. But yeah. it was so well done. Also, I'd like to retract my statement. Well, not retract it. I already said it. But there is no bigger Jaws. Yeah, there is no bigger yeah. Jaws. <laughs> uh, I, in in most movies like this, it's like, oh, my God, we have to fight each other. Oh, no, there's a bigger bad guy. <gasps> oh, it's bigger Jaws. We have to work together and fight this common enemy. Uh, yeah. That doesn't happen. Kong versus Godzilla. Batman versus Superman. Martha! Uh, <laughs> Why'd you say that name? I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm assuming Black Adam. Um, Ve- <laughs> Venom. 
for the most part, yeah. Venom yeah. is like, I'm here to fuck shit up. And he's like, oh, this no, is, there's worse. Yeah. It's just uh, copy-paste. This is, this is an anti-hero done accurately and correctly to the source material. Take, take notes, Sony. And DC. Take notes. And DC. Please. All of Sony or, and James Gunn yeah. specifically. <sighs> but, That's how it should be done. It was fantastic. Fucking A. But yeah, so Shuri takes the heart-shaped herb, the synthetic one, gets the powers of the Black Panther, fucks shit up. Her fight with Namor was so badass. Yeah. But then we get kind of like a, a callback to both uh, Captain America Civil War and Black Panther. They're Both of them are like Black Panther scenes. She has the upper hand. She's has the ability to kill Namor, but that is going to mean eternal war between the two nations, and Mbaku mm. warns her of that. Uh, but she literally says to him, like, vengeance has consumed us both. Uh, and that's very similar to what uh, T'Challa says to Zemo in Civil War, like, vengeance has consumed you, it's nearly consumed me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she calls for a yield from Namor, who she burned the shit out of, took all the moisture out of his body through heat lamps, just like Smallville did. Yeah, and uh, the Gluck Gluck 3000. Um... (laughs) 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 But she, she calls for him to yield because his people need him, just like T'Challa did to M'Baku in the first Black Panther. Sorry, I blew past that. Uh, <laughs> um, fucking, I'm I'm still laughing at our very immature <laughs> dick sucking joke. <laughs> I think once you explained it, it made it funnier for me. <laughs> but he does yield, and we find out later that it's he's being the anti-hero. He's like, this was just the the smartest choice, because she could have killed me, and she didn't. And they're the strongest nation on the surface water, or the surface world. <laughs> this the surface water, uh, that's called land, Chad. <laughs> Fuck. But it was like, if the world comes for them, and they will, they'll call on us. But if the world comes for us, we have their word that they'll come for us, mm-hmm. that they'll come support us. So he's still being the anti-hero that he was in the comics. And that's how you fucking do it, Sony. <laughs> it's Morbin time. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, let's skip the next bullet point, but tell us about the, the part that made you cry. Because I felt like I dominated a lot of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It was funny. Um... Man, yeah, it's the so there's no like after after credit scene. There's like a mid credit scene, and it's uh, Shiri basically going to the beach, and she sits down in front of a fire, and kind of reminisces about her brother. And I think what got me about it was that, and this is uh, Ryan Coogler. Is it Ryan Coogler? Yeah, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, yeah, dude, like. You killed it. This movie was so good. But I think what was so like devastating about this scene is there's there's no music. Mm-hmm. There's 
there's nothing. It's just oh, like we didn't even wind. talk about Ludwig. It's this wind blowing, and Shuri reminiscing about her brother. And there's, and if you're a, a huge fan like we like we are, this will fucking get you ten times out of ten. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like struggling through it right now. It's just <laughs> Chad, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, it's just a, a, a tribute to him, and it's just a video of him in a bunch of different clips of him like doing his handshake with his sister, high-fiving people, smiling, walking in as T'Challa as king. Uh, you know what I mean, dude? It was just so dope, but there's no music. There's no undertone. It's just ambient background. Sounds. It's just a background wind blowing, and it is Wind I and cried. waves, yeah. yeah. I, I definitely cried. I was like, I was like, don't do it because i got my girlfriend sitting next to me in the movie and i was like fuck and i like started wiping my tears and i feel her just pat me on the shoulder i'm like god damn it she saw it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is very very touching uh i mean goddamn, dude coogler praise you this was amazing and just the i mean that scene didn't have music but the music in general like oh my god ludwig uh goranson fucking nailed it Yeah. I mean, he the soundtrack to this movie was I mean, ridiculous. Yeah, and he did the he did do the the soundtrack to the first one as well. Like he put so much research into being respectful to cultures, but still portraying it. I mean, he literally hired uh, a Mayan rapper to to rap over instrumentals of like traditional Mayan music. There's only about a million people in the world that still speak Mayan. And less than 10 are, like, singers or artists. And he found them and literally, like, I saw an interview. He's like, yeah, I was down in Mexico for a couple months, like, doing research and getting sound samples and learning. And then I was like, hip-hop's a huge thing in in these films because, like, it's part of the culture and was a huge part of the first film. And he's like, yeah, like, I contacted these people and they came over to the Airbnb that we were staying at and we like created a mini studio and that's now their music is like in a huge blockbuster and they're like a bunch of like underground, like independent artists that happen to know how to do it in Mayan. Yeah. Like so fucking cool. Sick. So fucking sick. We do. We didn't talk about Nakia really at all uh, in this, but during the, the blip when everyone was gone, she left. She left Wakanda, kind of started a new life for her, like doing outreach and trying to like be <laughs> uncool. I know. A, a part Sorry. of the, a part of like you know, just the the bigger world and helping. Um, but <clears throat> she has a son, and we learn that that is T'Challa's son, and uh, in like his Haiti name because they live in Haiti. Uh, his name is like, uh, I think it's Sunni or Tasuni. Uh, but he says to Shuri because she's doing this bonfire ritual in Haiti to be with Nakia. And she's like, that's a very beautiful name, Tasuni. And he's like, that's my Haitian name. And then in Wakandan, she says to him, what is your name? And, oh my God, I must tear <laughs> 
Uh, he says, Jake, as I'm fucking tearing up. Is it, my name is Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. And the girl behind us in the movie theater went, yeah, I think I think I turned to you like three different times throughout the movie when it was like Nakia talking about like being away from Akana. I was like, they're gonna mention her son, they're gonna mention their kid, they're gonna mention their kid, and they didn't. And then like she sits next to uh, Shuri before mm-hmm. her son he comes, comes up, out, and yeah. I was like, they're gonna do it. And then the, she starts talking. I was like, they're not gonna do it. And then the kid comes up, and I was like. <gasps> <laughs> Yeah. Fuck man, yeah, it was good. Uh and then there was there was uh there was a clap at the there was an applause at the end of the movie. You started it. <laughs> I was gonna say who started the applause, Chad? You started it. I did. You I did. tried once. I did, I did, yeah. I tried I tried a couple minutes before that and no one was having it. <laughs> and I was like, Well, oh, go fuck myself then. And then a couple minutes later I was like, I don't give a shit, I'm gonna clap. And then the whole theater started clapping. So yeah. yeah. It was good. Yeah. This was fantastic. So good. Go see this movie. It's go see it. Incredible. We just told you everything you need to know. No, we skipped so much. Are you kidding me? Okay, we skipped I'm kidding, so I'm much shit. This, what we just talked about is for people who have seen this movie. Yeah. Like we warned you before you come into the second half of our Go fucking watch the movie, then come back. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I was just joking. All right, friends. We are going to close out this episode. But before we do... (laughs) Bad timing on my part. Uh, We have some uh, honorable mentions this week, don't we, Jake? A couple. Yeah, we got some some stuff. Yeah, what what have you been watching? Or continued continued to watch? Yeah, well, we meant to watch it through Halloween, but it, we just were real slow about it. But we've been watching uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities on Netflix. Um, they're kind of hit or miss, honestly, if I'm being real. But the episode that we just watched uh, had Rupert Grint in it, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. If anyone who doesn't know who that is, that is Ron Weasley from um, Harry Potter. And there's a because I watch it with the subtitles on, because my girlfriend, uh, there is a part in the episode where it says uh, his name. I forget what his name is in the episode, but it goes, he, so and so, say John, John's breathing Weasley. And I went, oh, Weasley! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember what part <laughs> to, to go back to Black Panther. I don't remember the part, but something happened. Oh, uh, when it's the only time in the film and Shuri yells like Wakanda forever and I went, Whoop Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just yeah. made me think of that I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's... <laughs> uh that's what we've been watching. Uh other than that, it's been like Nicole hasn't seen any of um It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so we've been watching a lot of that. Okay. Um how about you? Well, along the lines of It's Always Sunny, uh, I did watch the docuseries on Hulu, uh, Welcome to Wrexham, mm. uh, about you know Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney buying the, the National League Football Club for uh, Wrexham Wales um, and going through that. 
really enjoyable. It's a very good show. Um, and then I also watched a documentary just because I used to be a big church kid, grew up in the church, evangelical. I'm not anymore, clearly. Um, but I watched a documentary called God Forbid, and it's all about the sex scandal behind uh, Jerry Falwell Jr., the ex-president of Liberty University and scumbag that he was. Uh, it's pretty fucked up <laughs> to think that we're going on. So uh, if you're <laughs> like me and you don't necessarily subscribe to those things but used to or you just find that those sort of things interesting, watch it. It's Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. Oh, it was just... It's wild. <laughs> yeah. But. Uh, also, uh, Unsolved Mysteries has uh, season three on um, Netflix right now. And we watched a whole bunch of that. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's also very sad. Oh. Uh, we both cried a couple times. Because hmm. it's... I mean, it's real. It's not yeah. like a movie... You know, yeah, it's it's like, it's like yeah. cold case, and then they sort have their like parents and their family members and friends on there, and Oof. they like get worked up like talking about it, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds it's a rough. bit rough. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, honorable mentions. That's yeah. our new thing. We love it. Because <laughs> even though we're nerds, we watch other stuff. Yeah. Pop culture. That that's a thing that we also pay attention to to yeah, some degree. If you guys if you guys want to know what we're watching, because uh, like Nic- I won't say their names, but uh, Nicole's friends, a couple, they're a couple, and they always ask like ask like, what are you guys watching right now? That's what mm-hmm. we want to watch, and so this is for everybody. This is what we're watching right now. Yeah, that is yeah. outside of the stuff that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, along those well not along those lines at all but moving on <laughs> from that <laughs> uh, obviously uh, if you guys like what we're doing please follow us on social media I mean we love you so much uh, that we get a chance to do this I'm sorry did I do that to you? no okay good uh, <laughs> I was lighting the banners oh green means war Blue we means- need Yes. Um, If you like what we're doing, you want to support us outside of just giving us follows on social media and stuff like that, we do have, uh, it's called buymeacoffee.com slash allthingsnerd or allthingsnerdpod. I always forget. It's a link. The link is in the show notes. It's in our bios as well on social medias. It's a great way to support us on a monthly basis. All the money goes right back into the podcast. We we don't make money from this. And you guys get cool shit out of it. So Yeah, you, it's a yeah. great chance to get some uh, member-exclusive merch, which is pretty rad. Um, you can also do one-time donations. But if you want to do a one-time don- donation, I would recommend going to our web store because uh, then you still get merch from it. Mm-hmm. Um, or some one-of-a-kind original art from some incredible artists from the Battle of the Sketches collaboration that we mentioned earlier. Um. Yeah, at at the very least, share this with your friends. Tell us, yeah. tell us that you're enjoying it. Like, subscribe, give us a five star rating, give us thumbs up, like our shit. 
uh, on like Instagram posts and stuff like that. It gets it by you doing that. More people see it. That's how, unfortunately, the internet and algorithms work. We are at your mercy. So if you enjoy this, please uh, support us. But regardless, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And yeah. Finish it out, Jake. No, I thought you had it written down. Oh, you can do it. Uh, Well, this has been the All Things Nerd Podcast. Chas.